June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Loom help power the collaboration needed for teams to accomplish what would otherwise be impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian software for everything, from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200, or two million, Atlassian software is built to help keep you connected and moving together as one. Tonight, for some people, black lives don't matter at all. An emotional Ashton Kutcher and more celebs taking a stand. Plus, don't march beside us, march beside us. Kiki Palmer's impassioned plea that made the National Guard take a knee. And go, 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 go. we're with the Atlanta housewife, tear gas while peacefully protesting. My eyes being on fire, literally running for my life. Then, yeah, I just want to say something that's been on my mind a little bit. New backlash against Lori Lachlan's daughter as we get a look at what life will be like for her mom behind bars. Lori's going to have a job. It could be scrubbing toilets. Plus, we we're with the biggest stars in country music before they take over TV tonight to honor heroes. Something that connects us all. And Kristen Bell reveals her highs and lows from home with the kids. Near stitches situations? Hello and welcome. Week two of the protests and more and more famous faces are joining the calls for justice. Michelle Turner has the details. Yeah, Kevin, let's start with Ashton Kutcher because he wants to make one thing perfectly clear. I don't think that the people that are posting All Lives Matter should be canceled. I think they should be educated. I think what folks that are writing All Lives Matter need to understand is that for some people, For some people, black lives don't matter at all. So for us, black lives matter. Freedom, freedom, I can't lose. Star 
stars are taking a stand. Glee's Amber Riley led a crowd in song. Actress Jamie King tweeted she was arrested during a march. And Ben Affleck hit the streets with girlfriend Ana de Armas, supporting Black Lives Matter. A source tells ET Ben and Ana also marched with local community organizers from Save Venice, eager to lend them his support. March beside us and show us that you're here for us. In Hollywood, actress Kiki Palmer implored National Guardsmen to join the protesters. Unable to leave their posts, the soldiers instead took a knee. Thank you! Thank you! There's been solidarity from coast to coast. The Empire State Building went dark and New York nurses applauded protesters. This as George Floyd's daughter spoke publicly for the first time about her dad. He used to carry on his back all the time. Former NBA star Steven Jackson stepped in, carrying six-year-old Gianna during a rally. That changed the world. That changed the world. In the midst of it all, there are still protests and rallies. The media is covering the news, but that also means their families are in fear. Why am I under arrest, sir? My mom was worrying her butt off. She feared she would be another mother that lost a black son. First and foremost, how are you keeping yourself safe? You know, we're really looking out for each other, Kevin, and just being very aware of our surroundings. CBS News correspondent Jerika Duncan is a mother whose family is concerned. My daughter's six years old and she's very in touch and in tune with what's happening. My dad was a sports anchor for over 30 years and you know him well, Kevin. He's been basically telling me to stay safe, of course, but pray. They're praying for me, and they know that it's difficult. Also recognizing that I'm a journalist first, and it is my job to tell these important stories the best way that I can. Safety is also an issue in Atlanta, where mom and real housewife Portia Williams was tear gassed. I saw the video that you posted of the being tear gassed. It actually erupted out of a very beautiful moment. I saw a couple officers taking a knee. I then see the police officer pull over his gas mask. Uh -oh. More than my eyes being on fire like I have never experienced before, more than having to feel like I was literally running for my life, it was just disappointing. It really was. And it just felt like we were under attack and it felt like we were being silenced. Do y'all see this? Portia and her fiance Dennis got to safety. Despite the scary scene, they remain resilient. We are going to continue the fight and want justice. The 38-year-old granddaughter of civil rights activist Hosea Williams is paying it forward for her 14-month-old daughter, Pilar. God forbid my child is on the ground under the knee of a police officer who was supposed to protect and serve them. It ignited what was in me to want to fight for real change. Okay, let's talk Lori Lachlan. We have a glimpse of what her life could be like if she walks through those prison doors. But first, oh, her daughter, Olivia Jade, is in hot water again. Hi, everyone. It's Olivia Jade. Yeah, I just want to say something that's been on my mind a little bit. Olivia Jade is being called tone deaf and clueless for this lengthy post on Instagram where she says, saying not being racist is not enough. We need to use our white privilege to stop this. The Twitter backlash came quick. One comment, white privilege, you mean the thing that's keeping your parents out of jail and that fate got you into USC? I just can't. This isn't the first time the 20-year-old has come under fire. She posted this apology last year. And I said like, oh, I'm not excited to do the schoolwork. 
I just want to like party. I just genuinely want to say I'm sorry for anyone I've offended by saying that. A lot of people like to attack me for the way I've grown up because it's really different from a lot of people. And so anything I say that's even like remotely just ignorant or bratty or something that I genuinely don't mean, it gets so much backlash. On Blackout Tuesday, Olivia posted, I promise to continue listening and to continue learning. Now, let's move on to Olivia's mom. We finally found out how Fuller House explained her absence in the final season. And you don't think that maybe you should run this by Aunt Becky? Don't by Becky first. And Becky is in Nebraska helping out her mother. Of course, in real life, Lori is likely to be sentenced to two months behind bars. We got a peek at what Lori's life will look like when she goes to prison. I had a hair person, a makeup person. I'm gonna miss all my persons. It is a huge adjustment to go from a multi-million dollar home and privacy to living in a tiny space. The 55-year-old actress will step into a stark reality. She will be strip searched, fingerprinted, and issued a standard uniform, an orange or green jumpsuit like the one Felicity Huffman wore. What will Lori's life be like day in, day out? So like all federal prisoners, Lori's going to have a job. It could be scrubbing toilets, working in the dining room. Lori will be allowed to shower once a day and she'll eat with the other inmates. She's gonna go to the chow hall if she likes three times a day, the, the dining room where she's gonna enjoy prison cuisine. Lori is hoping to do house arrest. That will be determined at her next hearing on August 21st. But what happens after she serves her time? Could there be a comeback? People make bad choices. The question is, how does she respond to them? All right, let's move on because tonight, frontline workers are being honored by the biggest names in country music and Hollywood super fans too. I hosted the CMT Awards three years in a row. I love Nashville. I love country music and they're putting together a special that's that's having people in the community acknowledge the helpfulness of essential workers. Kristen Bell joins other grateful celebs like Olivia Munn, Scarlett Johansson and Kelsey Ballerini for tonight CMT celebrates our heroes special. And you need some love and care. We're so thankful for, for everybody you know we're all in this together just trying to uh, stay positive through. We ain't never Florida Georgia Line, Kane Brown, Keith Urban, and Tim McGraw are some of the country stars using their voices to recognize the frontline warriors. Reba will sing her song, What If. It's a song of hope. What if everybody reached out with one hand? Maybe we could change things. I'm a musician. My contribution is being able to play and try and bring a bit of universal calm and love and language and connectivity to everybody in this time. Always stay humble and kind. What we can do is provide music and be something that connects us all. They're fighting for us, now we're honoring them. The CMT special was pre-taped, but we'll take time at the top of the show to address the current events happening in our country. Thomas Red is performing and has been an outspoken advocate for the Black Lives Matter movement. In a world he posted, as the father of a black daughter and also two white daughters, I have struggled with what to say. My job as a father is to show them how to lead with love in the face of hate. So if there is any question on where I stand, let me be clear, I stand with you, all those who have faced racism. In a world full of hate, be alive. Thomas, you and your family are shining examples of what is good in this world. Thank you.
Well, now to the courtroom battle that's crowned a new Tiger Queen. We owe you cool cats and kittens. Carol Baskin wins control of the Tiger King's empire. What will the zoo look like when she gets it? Complete hell. Only we're with Jeff Lowe talking new twists and new episodes. In Movies with a Message, how Michael B. Jordan's work is helping inspire those fighting for Black Lives Matter. The story's so important, and um, it could have easily been me. Plus, our 40th birthday surprise for Kristen Bell. Oh. My. <gasps> Hey everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The E.T. Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show? Even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. There is new drama in the Tiger King saga. I mean, of course there is. As Joe Exotic serves 22 years in prison, a judge has just ruled that Joe's former zoo in Oklahoma be transferred to his arch nemesis, Carol Baskin. The zoo's current owner is Joe's ex-business partner, Jeff Lowe. And Jeff told us Carol can take the zoo, though he is keeping the animals. We want to take all of these animals and put them someplace safe where there's no ghosts. What will the zoo look like when she gets it? Complete hell. I mean, because <laughs> I, I'm not taking care of it and as we leave. So the bamboo is about taking this place over. And she has no idea the amount of work it is to keep this park up. We have anticipated this for almost two years. That's why we started building a new zoo. The new place, everything is huge. It's just going to be so much more peaceful for the animals. Carol and her husband Howard are standing by in case the animals need new homes in the future. If the need arises to make other plans to place the animals in new homes, Big Cat Rescue, stand ready to assist. She's in she it for the is. money. Absolutely. Absolutely for the money. Yeah. She's got more rental homes than Donald Trump. See all you cool cats and kittens, it's Carol. I think this, this zoo will probably just grow over and disappear because she's going to have her hands full real soon. With what? He's got to stop talking. <laughs> Will that shed light on the question we all know, or we want to know the answer to, which is, did Carol Baskin kill her husband? I certainly think so. Did Carol do it? Well, she was never charged and has repeatedly denied the accusations. Perhaps if there's a season two of Tiger King, there will be more questions answered, but Lowe says he won't film anything new for it. We're working on a reality show, and it will be... Um, it would be great. If you liked Tiger King, I think you'll really like this, this show. Now, Kristen Bell may not own any exotic animals, but with two young kids, things still get pretty wild. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it, okay? We love her real talk. One of our daughters has cut her bangs more than a few times. But why her daughters are less than impressed. Ray, I, can I go outside? Plus. What to watch to better understand the Black Lives Matter movement. Important messages from Michael B. Jordan. We're trying to be a part of the solution. Kristen Bell putting her thoughts into action, donating over $50,000 to the civil rights organization Color of Change, writing, I'm not looking for a pat on the back looking to be part of the solution. Now, you know Kristen has always worn her heart on her sleeve, and this mama of two has been open about her struggles in the parenting department, too. 
talk to me about your quarantine. I know you mentioned before you and Dax were getting on each other's nerves and there's homeschooling. Well, look, homeschooling still sucks. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it, okay? I will say, I don't know if you can see, but I dyed the tips of my hair lavender last night. My kids, we dyed their hair last week. So dyeing my hair has been one of the funnest things of quarantine. Your biggest quarantine struggle. We've got a five and a seven-year-old, so we have had a couple near stitches situations. We've also definitely had to move the scissors because one of our daughters has, has cut her bangs more than a few times. Yeah. Yeah, Kristen's always been a straight-talking parent, even sharing struggles like this. Currently, <laughs> my youngest is five and a half, still in diapers. She took a little heat for that and later clarified the diapers were just for nighttime. But Kristen's all about no judgment and letting children be individual, no matter whose kid you are. Oh my. Me so much. <gasps> what did you name him? What's his name? Pete Cohen. Pete Cohen is my imaginary. We named him after Pete the Cat, our favorite cartoon. All right, folks, let's take Okay, care. that's perfect. Oh, I'm so excited for you. It's that love of kids that compelled Kristen to write her first ever children's book, The World Needs More Purple People, all about recognizing we're more alike than different. In your face, I wrote a children's book. When I read my children just the dialogue in the book, they were like, great, I, I, can I go outside uh, now? But then we put the illustrations to it, and so my kids started loving it after the illustrations came in. And Kristen's got another reason to celebrate soon. She's turning 40 next month. Do you have uh, anything planned special for yourself or hoping to do anything? If we're allowed to get together with people, and even if not, we just get a bunch of cheesy over the hill stuff, like the hats and a bunch of like canes, like geezer stuff. And I think that would be kind of fun. Trust me, Kristen, it only gets better in the 40s. Well, now let's talk about my friend Michael B. Jordan. He was spotted over the weekend joining protesters in Los Angeles. But you know, Michael has been shining a light on injustice, not just in his personal life, but on screen as well. The story is so important, and um, it could have easily been me. In one of his first leading roles, Michael played Oscar Grant, an unarmed man who was shot and killed by a transit cop on a train platform in Oakland, California in 2009. Fruitvale Station is based on the real life crime that was captured by multiple witnesses on cell phone cameras. What kind of responsibility was it, not only doing his character, but that moment, making that moment right? We shot over the actual brick that he was shot on. The bullet hole is still there and I laid actually over that brick. So like, you reenacting all those moments, you know, it's uh, very heavy, you know, um, very emotional. Like, I was, I was scared, honestly. Like, I was like, every time we did a take, I was scared I was gonna lose my life. Much like today, the case launched massive protests and a call for change. Something I'll probably never forget. It was probably one of the most intense moments of like, you know, my acting career, for sure. I want people leaving this, this film feeling some type of way, whether they're upset, angry, frustrated, um, um, I want to spark conversations between people. Um, that's the only way it's going to get better. It's been a mission of Michael's to open people's eyes about social injustice. Just last year, he both starred in and produced Just Mercy, also based on a true life story. Michael played a civil rights attorney who tries to free a wrongly condemned death row prisoner, played by Jamie Foxx. When I was a teenager, my grandfather was murdered over a black and white TV. 
kept waiting for someone to show up to help. We're trying to change things. We're trying to in influence thought. We're trying to we're trying to start conversations. We're trying to we're trying to be a part of the solution. Bitch boy from Harvard, you don't know what it is down here. When you're guilty from the moment you're born. Well, you know that the movie, I wasn't just crying, I was full on a mess, just weeping. Like it broke me in a couple places, like really, really broke me down. This is the most important film that I've ever done and to have him, uh, you know, ask me to be a part of it is, is everything. The film is available to rent free during the month of June. The studio said for those who are interested in learning more about the systemic racism that plagues our society. Kobe Bryant used it as a teaching tool for his family. He saw the movie less than three weeks before his and Gigi's tragic deaths. You know, it's pretty easy to stand up for things you believe in. I took my daughter to go see it. We had a screening and uh, I took her to go see it. I felt like it was important for her to see that message as well as it was for me to see that message. And uh, you know, I left the theater feeling inspired. Oh, we miss you, Kobe. All right, coming up. We're talking to the high school student who started the powerful Students for Floyd organization, plus her connection to Meghan Markle, next. Hey everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The ET Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go, but the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. As we say goodbye, I want you to meet a remarkable young woman who will lift your spirit. Cleo Riley is a high school junior who founded Students for Floyd. The group has inspired thousands of students to join Cleo at peaceful demonstrations in Hollywood. What are you hoping to achieve through this organization? My goals right now are obviously just going to protests and showing that we can get a large group of kids together to take action. And then we're also leading a bunch of cleanups to kind of help with the aftermath of the protests. So by doing the cleanups, we show that our organization cares about our community. We really want to make an effort to help our community rebuild. Are you sure you're only 17 years old? No. <laughs> yeah. Now, if I'm not mistaken, Meghan Markle was a graduate of Immaculate Heart. I've been so inspired by her because everything that she speaks about and stands for, I think was really instilled in her at our school. Dad, you've got to be remarkably proud of her. It's been a, been a, a real silver lining in these really rough times. I'm gonna Thank send you an air high five. <laughs> You keep on keeping on, girlfriend. Thank you so much. It was great to talk to you. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. You don't strike me as a man to give up easily. No, sir, I'm not. Over 80 million viewers have made Tracker America's number one TV show. Please find my husband. I'll do whatever I can. Someone's missing. This is the guy you want looking for. Founder. I got your location. I'm Coulter Shaw. I'm here to take you home. The CBS original, Tracker. Now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Hey, everybody. John Stewart here. I am here to tell you about my new podcast, The Weekly Show. It's going to be coming out every Thursday. So exciting. You'll, you'll be saying to yourself, T-G-I-T. Thank God it's Thursday. We're going to be talking about all the things that hopefully obsess you in the same way that they obsess me. The election, economics, earnings calls, 
what are they talking about on these earnings calls? We're going to be talking about ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. And I know that I listed that fourth, but in importance, it's probably second. I know you have a lot of options as far as podcasts go, but how many of them come out on Thursday? I mean, talk about innovative. Listen to The Weekly Show with John Stewart wherever you get your podcasts.